Revolutionary.org, episode 587. Today we're going to talk about the Sam Sulik controversy. So this is the one making the rounds. He's a really, really young guy. What is he, like 20 or 21, Mobster? How old is he? He's 21 at the minute, very okay. nearly 22. Yeah, so why don't you tell the guys about this one? And this is one that came up, you know, in a couple, you know, maybe a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. And it's been it's making the rounds. Yep. Came up yesterday, Steve. Uh, Lee Priest has actually said, guys, uh, leave him alone. You don't know what he's legitimately doing. So here's the issue, right? Some months ago, in fact, Steve, when the controversy first really said, the prop- here's what I, I, I don't want to say there's a problem with Sam because I don't know him. So he might be a perfectly nice guy who trains sensibly, eats sensibly, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the issue. Sam has made his name with the younger bodybuilding fans via uh, uh, Snapchat and via TikTok. Now, we know that, as opposed to YouTube, Snapchat and TikTok videos, Snapchat, of course, it disappears within a day, and TikTok tends to be a much shorter video. You're not looking at informative, educational, useful videos. And the, the reality of the situation is, and it doesn't just apply to Sam, but lots of people that do those kind of videos, it's entertaining versus educational. Now, I'd like to think from time to time when we do this podcast, Steve, and me and you jerk around and have a laugh, and and, and occasionally we go off on a tangent, sometimes it's, 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 it's entertaining. But for the most part, the podcast that we do here are educational. We want you to benefit from the information we're giving you long-term in your training, in your nutrition, in your choices of bodybuilding and weightlifting and strength lifestyles, and so on and so forth. That's not necessarily exciting, and it might not get us tens of thousands of views that we might like to have, or hundreds of thousands of listeners that we might like to have. But reality is that us and the bosses that allow us to put these uh, podcasts out to you, we understand that the information we've given you, fingers crossed, is useful to you and will make your journey easier. You won't fuck up like we fucked up. You'll do. You'll run a cycle right. You'll run a PCT right and so on and so forth. Now, Sam, because he's 21, nearly 22 years of age, is on a generation of TikTok. He's on a generation of Snapchat. So he understands, probably better than you and I do, Steve, that the videos that he puts out get more hits, more likes, more views if they're more entertaining. So the problem is, and this is where the controversy come in, from others in the industry, and I picked up on it, Talk to Steve about doing his podcast when it when when the controversy happened. So you were looking at, for example, the idea, and this is idea has been doing around for thirty or forty years. Steve Sam was doing videos with chocolate milk. He was doing videos with fast food, and the way that it was presented, and certainly the way that people viewed it, that's the reason why Sam's muscular. That's the reason why Sam's got a fantastic physique. Let me just give you some numbers, Steve. Five foot ten and cut weight of 229 pounds at 510, bulk weight of 248. These numbers will of course change over time. With a body fat varying between eight and twelve percent. Now I've seen his physique. He's got the old shaggy hair, the old crappy hat on his head. He's got a great physique. So there's a bunch of issues here. You go, am I the listener, the viewer of Sam's videos, hence the controversy? going to benefit from doing what Sam appears to be doing? And the answer is no. Olympic-level athletes, just for the Olympics, Steve, never mind Mr. Olympia stage, 
aren't drinking fucking chocolate milk or eating fast foods and developing a 8% body fat, 229 pounds at five foot 10 physique. They're not. They're not doing, they're not eating fast food. It great. I know strength athletes that have done the food challenges, hundred ounce steak and all that kind of stuff. Trust me, guys, gets you a lot more views than you doing bench press or log press or Atlas stones. If you're a strength athlete, bizarrely, it gets you a lot more views because it's entertaining, but it's not educational. He's training, for example, Steve. There's, there was one I just saw a couple of weeks ago. I think it was a little reel on Instagram or, or Facebook where he was kind of half pressing. Now, there's actually, and I should write something about this on the thread that I'm doing on these particular things. There is actually an argument. The range of motion where the tension on the delts is kind of a half reposition, Steve. From about, the dumbbells are parallel with your ears, so not quite locking out. The problem is that he may well have learned as an athlete this constant tension technique, but he's not explaining it to you. He's not sitting there during the video going, the reason I only use this range of motion is this. So as Steve said, and we've just done a show prior to this one as a recording, where we talk about sloppy form in the gym. On camera, some of the ways that he's training Steve is sloppy as fuck. Now, it's working for him because he's got this amazing physique, but it is not going to work for 90% of his viewers. So, and here's one more, Steve, and uh, uh, this is possibly what Lee Priest was talking about. He says, stop guessing, guys, you don't know the truth. In my opinion, so yes, Lee, I'm guessing if you're listening, is Sam almost certainly using PEDs? Yes. Do we recommend that the young viewer of Sam's videos, and there will be some listeners to this show, use PEDs at his age, 21, nearly 22? No. And the reality of the situation, as I suspect he, uh, his audience is way younger than 21. There will be some of them at 21, and identify him with Sam. He's my age. Look at the physique he's got. I can have a physique like that. Not doing the stuff that he's doing on the TikTok videos. Not like the trend twins, if he's using trend and you're not 25 years of age. I suspect his, his, his uh, demographic, Steve, is 18. That the ones that are watching his videos are still in high school, 16, 17, 18 years of age, and they want to do what Sam's doing. They want to train like Sam, they want to eat like Sam, and they want to trend like Sam, Yeah, assuming that he uses trends. Go on, Steve. Look, at the end of the day, it's misleading. And, um, you know, I've seen this kind of, you know, this is like old news. People have been doing this shit for a long time. You know, in the early 1900s, they did the whole uh, thing, you know, where you go to the fair and um, the carnival barker, he'd be like, come on up here, you know, and win the prize, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he'd scam you out of money. So they've been doing this type of shit all the time. Listen, I've seen guys recently put out videos. They'd be like, well, listen, I'm this age and I eat whatever I want and I take this supplement and I stay lean and my cholesterol stays good. I've seen those types of skin. Hey, look, and it's like they don't show you their blood work. They don't show you a damn thing. It's just it's just hilarious. And even if they did show you their blood work, it's probably someone else's blood work. It's it doesn't even make any sense. It's like 
It's like the pothead who gets tested for pot at work and he takes in a urine sample of his younger brother to give to the person there. It's the same thing. So it doesn't mean shit anyway. But like the bottom line is they do this because as Mobster said, it's shock value, but it's also because it's like they want to be like, look, I eat whatever I want and I look like this. So you should follow my program. That's the secret. I have the secret strategy to doing this because everybody wants to eat what they want because everyone wants to, you know, treat they, you like they, a treat. They even do this. They even do this with Weight Watchers, guys. They talk about a point system in Weight Watchers where you can eat what you like. Yes, but you can't eat the amount that you used to eat. So you can have fries, but you can only have a handful of fries. You can't have a plateful. The idea that you can carry on eating the same shit and still lose weight, how does that work? If you ate shit, and you eat the same amount of shit you was eating before, you're still going to be a fat motherfucker. That's the reason why you've got the Weight Watchers. The idea that there's some sort of simple out appeals commercially. And as Steve said, I've got magazines, Steve, that go back to the 1900s, so 123 fucking years old as we do this podcast. The ab roll has been reinvented about 14 times in that thing. Yeah, and 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 if you use an ab roll, it's incredibly hard. You cannot reinvent the old the magazines too. Uh, yeah. Mobster, yeah. I ordered some old magazines off of, off of eBay, and yeah, I got them. And I had to laugh. I looked at literally turned around, looked at the very back page. I had to laugh at these supplements that they were selling. Oh, the adverts, man. Yeah. They didn't, Let you me know, give you was, an example, guys. Let me give you an example. It was so fucking quickly. hilarious. They're like, take this supplement and you will gain 20 pounds. like, wow. And yeah, it, you'll like, be a he-man. He-man. That yeah. was a classic. I said, you'll be he-man like me. Let me give you an analogy. This just doesn't apply to Sam. It will apply to others. So not to say that we're giving a particular dig at Sam, because we kind of are. But let me give you an example. Right, I had American magazines and British magazines, and the American magazines would feature adverts trying to tell the European or Russian secrets, in other words, on the other side of the planet. And the European magazines, including the British magazines, will talk about West Coast secrets. So in other words, we we all had the same fucking information even then, Steve, but they were trying to sell you something that you thought they had an advantage over. So if I'm training in my little gym here in the United Kingdom and Great Britain in the 50s, and in the back of the American magazine sold by Joe Weeder, there was a secret of the West Coast bodybuilders because they are the best bodybuilders in the world. They must be doing something different. The problem with the generational stuff that we're talking about, because that's how it was then, Steve, it was both both sides of the Atlantic was doing exactly the same with the adverts. And the whole being a he-man and getting the girls, there's no guarantee of that, guys. That's not how it works. But sex sells, so they used it in bodybuilding. In the TikTok and in the Instagram and the Facebook rules generation, and Elsie, I've got videos like that on my Instagram or wherever else. Ironically, I don't do enough videos. Um, what sells? I've done photographs of me lifting enormous weights, but me doing closing the gripper recently got more views, more hits, more likes for a 15-second video me closing the gripper versus me lifting six and a half plates on the spot. So a video sells more. Now, Sam probably understands this. The, the issue here is you are not learning how to be a great bodybuilder when you watch him drink a bottle of chocolate milk. You're not learning how to be a great bodybuilder or strength athlete or whatever else if he hits McDonald's or he hits KFC. The reality of the situation is that the food that you need to eat is clean, it's organic, it's weighed, it's scaled, kind of fucking calories. It's boring, but it's necessary. And if he put out videos of him eating fucking 
boiled white fish and rice or boiled white fish and broccoli, Steve. And here's what I'm eating today. What, again, Sam, that's so boring. He'd lose viewers. So the controversy is thus. The A is almost certainly using PEDs. And because that doesn't get mentioned, it's like, well, my chocolate milk diet's making me mass. No, it isn't. That's the chocolate milk that you videoed and got a fantastic view on. Steve, even the time that videos are put out, the, the bench press that I mentioned on another show was found that if he put out his videos at midnight, he got the American audience in the tens of thousands, of hundreds of thousands, whereas if he put it out at 9 o'clock at night, he only got the British audience and the Americans weren't watching the video. That's how the demographic and the, and the algorithms of this stuff works. So Sam isn't teaching you guys, especially younger guys, how to be great strength athlete or a great bodybuilder he's putting out videos which entertain but they do not educate he's putting out videos of him having some fast food once in a blue moon and you guys are lapping it up when in reality for him almost certainly but certainly for you the listener the nutrition you need to do is not based on chocolate milk it's not based on fast food half reps in the gym or even strength, guys, I can think of the trend twin videos where they're trying to do some weight with Larry Rules and one of the videos, Steve, and no fuckers bringing a bar down to their chest. So are you only doing half reps today, guys, to claim that you can do four plates? Four plates looks good. Five plates looks amazing, but you're only doing a half rep. Why? You've not taught the listener or the viewer how to contract their chest. You've not taught them how to get a better chest. You've literally just lifted weights in the gym in a fun way in a kind of challenging way doing a collaboration that you taught nothing steve if we were doing podcasts about traveling to exotic destinations and the video consisted of nothing more than us you and i walking down some lush beach with some man fantastic fucking hotel behind us and we're both sipping cocktails and saying it's amazing and this is five star and thank you so much for the the, the staff at the hotel they've looked after us really well We've not talked about the nine-hour flight to get there. We've not talked about two hours to get through customs and passport control. We haven't talked about the fact that we we had to scream at the hotel to let us get a discount just so that we could put the thing together. We've not talked about the nitty-gritty, maybe having to save up for the trip and then being let down with this thing and that thing. We've just clipped it and edited it to make it look good while we're walking along the sun's on our face and it's... We've got some baby oil on or some shit like that, and the hotel looks amazing, and everything's sparkling white. So the problem is, guys, as I say, you need to understand that what you're looking at is fun, it's entertaining, but it hasn't taught you anything. What you can get out of those videos, and I'll give Sam this as much as anybody else, is that Sam has an outstanding fucking physique. He really does, Steve. He's, he kind of almost looks blocky. He's pounds of muscle. And when he's, he's he's kind of got that casual vibe, he almost get. I like the fact that he doesn't give a fuck about the hat, or he looks like his hair could do with a good trim. He's not obsessed with having his hair look a certain way, uh, and he's not obsessed with wearing the right clothes to go to the gym and wherever else. He doesn't give a shit. I like that because you shouldn't. Those things aren't important. They're nice, but they're not important. And I almost like the casualness. And what you should get from him is inspiration. When I first came into this sport, which would be 1980, I couldn't identify with Bertolt Fox or Arnold Schwarzenegger or Luther Rigner, but what I could do and the videos and the clips and stuff that came back later on was I could be inspired. 
I could watch Doreen Yates' Blood and Guts. I could watch Myrtle Fox doing five and a half plates. I can watch now Larry Wills do Crazy Weights or Bradley Martin or whatever else. And even if I don't identify with him, that what they're doing can get my juices going to make me like a rocky montage, training montage. It's going to make me want to go to the gym and make me want to get that body, make me train harder, work my chest, work my biceps, cap my delts. That's what you should get, guys. You should be motivated by what you see on the screen. But do not be educated. Don't be educated by junk food. Don't be educated by a chocolate milk. Don't be educated by the it's all the boring stuff. Do not be educated by the half reps thing. You and I have talked about on other shows, we've almost had mentors, a couple of people that have spoke to us over the years in the gym. Uh, Keith Williams has come here and showed me when he was training clients during the COVID crisis, Steve, how he was getting to work their quads by elevating their foot on the ISO leg press. And because they elevated their foot, the emphasis went from the knee to the middle of the quad. But we, we showed someone else how to do concentration calls and literally have the arm under tension the whole time just by twisting the hand over. It's very boring as video, Steve, but it was unbelievably good for those people that were training that way. Oh, my God, my arms are pumped. Oh, my God, the, my quad is on fire. The, the, the tweaks and the techniques, those videos do not make TikTok millions. They don't make, get you Google ad views on YouTube. They're not sexy. They don't, and I use the old inverted commas, rabbit ears, is they, they don't sell or get traction, but they are going to make you better in the gym. So, Sam, lovers of Sam, fans of Sam, viewers of Sam, be inspired by what Sam does and especially by how he looks. And if he makes you 18, 19, 20, 21, 22 years of age, want to go down the gym and kill it and turn into a mass monster, a muscular freak, a bodybuilder like Sam, please, by all means, do so. But don't follow the example that he sets out on a TikTok video. Maybe one day, maybe at some point when he's made his millions, he'll set, set up videos and work with videographers and say, listen, this is what I needed to do. But guys, you weren't going to watch those videos. You weren't going to watch me boiled fish and chicken breast. He wasn't going to get off on the idea of me having, you know, the latest outfits on or whatever else. What do you think on that stuff in terms of yeah, what I they mean, learn? It's clicks, what they you know, and it's, yeah, it's definitely, there's tons of people that do this. This is the new thing now in every industry. It could be in finance, it can be – we just saw a bunch of guys on finance. They're the ones that um, – they were pumping, dumping these stocks. They had a bunch of Twitter yes, followers yes. and a bunch of um, – and what they would do is – it was about six or seven of them – is they would be, they'd buy these shitty-ass stocks, and then they'd send out on their social media, and they'd tell other people to buy it, and they had such a big following that the stocks would rock it up, like from a dollar to $10, and then – while they're telling other people to buy the stock, they're selling the stock in their face. So it's basically called a pump and dump. And basically all throughout they, they were doing this, they did this for like two years. And they thought that they were so fucking clever. And they were posting pictures of Lamborghinis and these million dollar houses and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, but all the those. time during that two years, those. the SEC, which is the Securities and Exchange Commission, they were watching them and they were yeah. compiling the evidence damning evidence all their all their messages where they basically are talking to each other saying what they're doing and all this other stuff they were compiling all their evidence and letting them keep it up 
And then one day they finally had enough evidence and they arrested him. They're looking at like 125 years in prison for this shit. So it's the same thing. It's we see this. And I've had though. I had the ones where you uh, I made my algorithm on Instagram's quite good, so I don't have to have millions of views and hits and stuff. But I can easily place in the top three, top four, top five, top six if I tag something, which is crazy. So I've had those those messages where it says. Do you want to work in Bitcoin? Do you want to do Bitcoin mining or whatever? And I'm like, motherfuckers making the money. Why are they asking me? So that's number one. Then they'll send you, if you go to their Instagram profile, Steve, as you said, there'll be a picture of them next to a sports car. Not in it, next to it. Why aren't you in it? Because you don't fucking own it and you don't have the keys. Then there'll be a picture of their hands. There'll be there, the other thing, too, that they're doing. This isn't medical, too. Like these medical practitioners who aren't really doctors, but they sell yeah. products pretending to be doctors or they have a clinic. That you can go into. They'll have pictures next to athletes, but the athletes don't know who the fuck these people are. They literally yeah, it's just, just like, a fan who took a yeah, picture. They with just you. walk yeah. up to them, like, "Hey, may I get a picture with you?" And they take a picture with them, and then they post it on their Instagram, and they pretend that the athlete actually goes to their clinic or the athlete uses yeah, their coaching or just their services. Met them in the street yeah. and took a picture. The athlete has no fucking clue them. who these fucking idiots are. So that's there's all kinds of these little scams. So this what Sam is doing. Is essentially a scam, and kind of, yeah, yeah. And in, in, in my view, it's it's a scam because he's misleading people and he's telling people that I eat, you know, I drink chocolate milk and I eat McDonald's yeah. and I eat all this crap food, and I look like this. Essentially, is is a scam because he wants you, he wants to sell his products to you and make it look like he's doing it. So different than the other guy I was telling you about, who's like, oh, I'm. Six, 70 years old and I take this supplement and I'm in great shape and I eat whatever I want. You're a lying sack of shit because number yeah, one, if you, <laughs> if you ate all that stuff, you want to be in great shape. Let me see your fucking blood work. I guarantee you. Let me see your gut health. Here's another one, Steve. You. We've talked about Instagram influencers before and I'm going to put, I'm going to throw Sam under the bus in that particular regard where um uh, uh, the, uh, we had a couple that died, as you know, and we talked about it. So the seven-figure income that they were developing via uh, selling a diet and training programs on Instagram that they had, they literally copied and pasted the same program to everybody, $100, $200 a pot. Or, and again, this, I think Sam Under the Bus includes this, right? If you don't tell the viewer, the listener, the whatever you want to call them, your customer, that number one, you're doing this stuff that is hard. Number two, part of the reason you look like it is PEDs. Number three, you have the genetics of anabolin. You look amazing when you was a teenager. You look amazing now. And the rest of us motherfuckers have got to put the work in, at the table, in the bed, in the gym. You would look pretty damn good without training, but with training you look amazing because you have really, really good genetics. That's how bodybuilding used to be sold for years. Arnold and Lou and all the rest of those guys back in the day and bodybuilders now, even muscle tech Steve, where the athletes were wearing the white coats and they looked like they were holding test tubes in the lab. The motherfuckers have got nothing to do with product development. So why are they wearing a white coat in the lab, Steve? The idea that there was some listen, <laughs> the bodybuilder didn't develop shit. Someone else developed the stuff. So the idea behind some of these things, again, like I said, it's great retraction. I get how that works. Two minutes. No one wants an in-depth report. Yep, go.
Let me give you one more thought uh, in terms of, and again, this is not just for Sam. In fact, this has been going on for absolutely ages, guys. It's untrue stats. I've got the show notes here. It's untrue stats. So uh, for many a year, and Sam was included in this, uh, one of the articles that I referred to as reference for the show today was referencing his height, claiming to be five foot eleven, and yet there are photographs of him with athletes that are not five foot eleven, that are shorter, or claim different numbers, and Sam was shorter, hence the five foot ten that I referred to at the beginning of the show. This has been going on for a long time. 20, 21, 22 inch arms on athletes, for example, Arnold, back in the day, who weigh uh 75 pounds less than Ronnie Coleman when Ronnie Coleman was claiming a 24-inch arm. And his arms are outstanding before he won the Mr. Olympia. First, never mind the eighth. So you go, how is it someone supposed to have an arm that's almost the same size with a 75-pound body weight difference? So again, you need to see through what is not real versus the real. When we do these shows, and that was my thought from before, Steve, when we do these shows, we are trying as best we possibly can to get you the best way to run a PED, if it's Anavar or something else. We explain to you the small differences you can make in terms of your nutrition to gain, how doing a dirty bulk versus a lean bulk is worse versus better, and so on and so forth. These are not exciting topics, but they are educational topics. It's we, we want what we do on this podcast to be like going to an encyclopedia and that factual piece of information that everybody has agreed on for the last hundred years, there we are. There's the evolutionary.org podcast. There's the snippet of information that you need to know that's going to benefit you the most you possibly can on your journey to becoming a great athlete. Steve. Yeah, so let me touch on nutrition a little bit because um, this one is an important one. The whole, you know, chocolate milk, eating fast food. Even hypothetically, a lot of these guys do eat like shit. And I've, I've interviewed these pro bodybuilders and, you know, as they get older, they will develop the whole, you know, big gut thing, you know, when they just, because they're going to destroy their gut in the process. But when you eat crappy food, that's what you do. You're causing damage within your body. You're causing your DNA to change. Every time you eat something, your DNA changes. You're putting additives in your body. You're putting chemicals in your body. You're stressing out your body. So even if you can maintain a nice physique on the outside, you're really dying on the inside when you eat garbage. So you got to factor that in. If we could really see inside of the body and we could see what these junk foods are doing inside of our body, I promise you, nobody would eat them. But because you can't see that and because you they, you get a little dopamine rush when you eat something like that because you're addicted to that food, then it gets it. So if you're someone who's addicted to that food and you're, you're watching Sam and you're like, damn, I can continue to eat this junk food. I'm 300 pounds. I'm obese. I can continue eating <clears throat> this junk food. Excuse me. And I can actually look like Sam one day. It's just not going to happen. He's already lean. So when you're already lean, you can eat junky foods and, and manage to get away with it. But if you're overweight and you're trying to get to what he looks like, it's just not going to happen. So, And in the process, even in this situation, like I said, he's causing damage on the inside. We know that junk foods increase your chance of heart disease. They increase your chance of cancer. They increase your chance of other problems within the body, type 2 diabetes. 
that's also something to worry about as you get older. So, you know, when you are eating poorly, it's going to still have an effect on you, both short, intermediate, and long-term. So it's very, very important to always stick to proper nutrition. And as Mobster, you know, mentioned on the podcast earlier, these videos, look, his videos are entertainment. He's not really giving you information like we do on this podcast. So we're giving you information on this podcast. We're giving you, we're showing you how to use a lot of these, these, these uh, PEDs on this podcast to so you can do it the right way. You do it the safe way. And that's what it's all about. We're not doing this for clicks. So that and, and look, at the end of the day, that's his business. But there, it is wrong from a moral standpoint to mislead people. And when people do that, they should be called out for it. So Lee Priest or whatever. Look, I'm not going to take life advice. I know you like the guy mobster or whatever, but I'm not going to take life advice from a dude with a fucking face tattoo, okay? That's one thing I'm not going to do, all right? So um, that's fine. It's his opinion, but he's a fucking idiot if he's defending this kid. That's all I'll say on it. So, Mobster, uh, final thoughts and take us in disclaimer. Yeah, like I said, guys, you want information that's going to make your journey successful. Sometimes it's a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit touring. We try to make it entertaining, uh, but we want you to succeed in your journey. If you want to lose weight, we want to help you lose weight. If you want to get lean, get ripped, look muscular, blow girls' minds, win that modeling gig, become a cover model, win a weightlifting championships, a strength competition, or become the Mr. Olympia. We want to try and keep it real. We want to work with you with the genetics you've got, and we want your PED use to be sensible as possible as possibly can. We want you to be healthy when you're using PEDs. We want you to get great results from your cycle and keep the muscle that you got on your cycle the best we possibly can, whether that's on the forums or on this podcast. So, you know, if you want to see Steve, if they want, if the listeners want me to sit here and eat donuts for a hundred dollars, I'll sit here and eat own donuts for a hundred dollars. But trust me, guys, I don't get to do the stuff that I do and Steve to achieve the level of success that he has by eating donuts. I would do it for a hundred dollars for entertainment, but not for education. It won't benefit you in the long run to see me sitting here in $100 worth of donuts or whatever, Steve. So come on, guys. Please know we are not doctors and opinions are ours. It's our views and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast of informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.